Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so thankful that you are joining us again for podcast. It's always encouraging to us and it's exciting to us to know that you, the listener, uh, it, that you're getting something from these times, from these podcasts. We enjoy getting together around the table and talking about the things of God and, and what's happening in our world. And uh, that, those are conversations that uh, everyone has every day. And uh, we know that God is good. We know that God's got a good plan. And we want all of us, we want to plug into His plan. So today, before we get into anything, it's always an honor to have sitting at the table Chris and Jessica Norman. Which, I mean, you guys are like, you just... He's a regular for sure. Yeah, and you're almost a regular. Almost. Yeah, you really are. That's pretty cool. And I've been to 150. I'm kind of like a back row Baptist. Uh, okay. And explain that, please. Oh, I don't know. I've just heard people say oh. that. <laughs> uh, maybe they like come in and slide in the back row because they're always late or they oh, don't show okay. up every week. And so they can't sit in the front because they're oh. not always there. We're late. We go to the front row. So Yeah. 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 Pastor calls me out when I'm late and makes me sit in the very front row next to Darlene. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you, you go. That, that anointed chair. Yep. There Had two the last two Wednesdays. I know. That's awesome. <laughs> And, of course, sitting across from both of us females is uh, the pastor of Solid Rock, my wonderful husband. And uh, we're always glad that when he sits at the table. How many years? To be here? Uh, For the podcast? No. For pastoring? Not my age. No, you two married. 38 years. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's almost how old I am. That's older, older than me. <laughs> I know. You guys could be, we, we could almost be grandparents to you guys. I think. I, it's hard uh, to believe, isn't it? I know. It is. She was not even born when we were mm-hmm. You couldn't married. be a grandparent to me. Parents are, uh, well, we could be almost because our Amy is 37 and she's so our he, first so granddaughter. He. Oh, yeah. He's 37. Yeah, yeah she could. Yeah. We could. Yeah. So My grandma's 768. 68. 78. 78. Yeah, she's 78. Yeah, well, we started young. We started 12 and 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Not quite. That wouldn't be a truth. But anyway, it's always good to sit around the table. It it doesn't matter who's sitting here at this table. It's, it's always a really great time, but we love having you all here. And we would not, it would mean nothing to sit around the table and talk. I mean, even though we do get a lot out of it, honestly, we do. It's a refreshing and a stirring, Mm -hmm. but we do it because we are believing God to touch some lives and and stir up the the listener and and, uh, that something that's said would touch your life, change your life, or maybe something you can share with someone else. But we believe that we all have part in the kingdom of God and spreading the good news. And so hopefully in every podcast, there's something, some kind of good news that you can take and use in your life or share with someone else. And Mm -hmm. so today we, um, I just wanted to kind of talk about uh, the atmosphere of what's going on uh, around our country, around the world. And it's so easy. I mean, Daryl and I have lived much longer than you two young kids here at the table. 
we've lived a you know much longer time and I have never seen a day like today. Uh, we didn't live through the Great Depression like our parents did. Mm-hmm. I don't know a whole lot about that. Only what I heard, but also when you read the Word of God and you see great fallings away, when you hear end time prophecy, you know, we know that something is different about our world is very chaotic. And so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. Everybody seems to know that the world is not like what we thought was normal for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's been shaping up for quite some time. And, and I don't know, could this be the end of the uh, of the time? Is this, you know, is Jesus getting ready? I know he's closer to coming back than he was before. Mm-hmm. Is this part of the end time that we're going to see uh, according to the word of God? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. You, you know, I believe it could be any time. I, I do. But I also know that uh, while we see chaos, while we see earthquakes, and while we see rumors of war and lots of wars, uh, when we see so much blatant lies, you know, the Word of God tells us that that people will speak lies as if it's truth. And my goodness, are we ever been inundated with that. I mean, people, mm-hmm. I get, you know, I think, do they really believe what they're saying? And obviously, do they? Or how can they believe what Or how saying? can they? Or right. have they said it so much that now mm-hmm. they believe it's their, their truth. Own lives? Yeah. You know, yeah. and you, yeah. It's their truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's their truth. And, 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 you know, you think about the the enemy, the devil, you know, his, he can't do anything but lies, but right. he speaks it as truth. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, I, I think there's so much of it uh, that we can see so relevant around us. But on the other hand, there's some really wonderful things that God is doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what I want to talk about because we know all the others. We know that things have changed. I remember in 2018, I really felt like God spoke uh, to me personally and just said, repositioning I'm repositioning my people mm-hmm. and for us to uh, you know I don't know what that meant and exactly I don't know if it meant reposturing ourselves understanding who we are in Christ more but that things were changing and shifting and so we need to be uh, we need to be more alert we need to be positioned in the place where we can understand what God is seeing, is saying to us and what He's seeing so we can see what He wants us to see and hear what He wants us to hear. So, you know, when you look back and, and then, you know, seems to me in Daryl and I's personal life that in 2019 we really felt some shifting, you know, happening in our life and in ministry and all. And then, of course, we all get into 2020 and 2021 and 2022, and it definitely, it's, it reminds me of uh, September 11th, you know, in 2001, when everything changed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many people probably spoke it out of their mouth on that day, but I remember, I remember saying to Daryl, I said, we... Things will never be the same again. No, it we, was a catalyst. We, yes, yeah. we were not the same. Mm-mm. 
And it, it was like a major change in our it country. Was like what the Great Depression did and what World War II did. And mm-hmm. I mean, it sh- completely altered everything. Everything shifted. It mm-hmm. did. Our thinking shifted. We, uh, the relaxed feeling more, you, you knew that the enemy was closer. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You really knew it was. Well, the enemy has never stopped. You know, uh, his inroads, he always finds inroads. And so with our eyes wide open as much as we possibly can, we see pretty clearly how he has infiltrated into every area of our life. Mm-hmm. And COVID really changed some things. Mm-hmm. We were told a lot of things that were not truth. Mm-hmm. And there again, the lies were perpetrated as if they were truth. Mm-hmm. And that's how the devil does. That's how he does in our personal lives. He convinces us how we, how, what we're thinking in the moment is the truth. And, and so he, he has used that. But then we look on the other side, and that's what I want to talk about, is I just feel like something more powerful than even Mm 9-11. Remember 9-11, how people went out to church for a while? Mm -hmm. You know, after that, the churches had, you know, people were more aware of God. Everyone was more patriotic, too. Everyone was a Christian. Everyone Mm -hmm. was patriotic. Everyone was pro-America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I did. It, mm-hmm. it, it's like it caused a shift. Yeah. And then, but there again, you know, the enemy comes in and little by little, you know, that begins to fade. Other things begin to take over. But it was, it was a mark, it was a marking in our history. People became more open with other people, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just walking by them, they'd smile or they'd talk or, mm-hmm. you know, the camaraderie was there. It was, mm-hmm. we're all And And I think we yeah. understand how vulnerable yeah. You know, because sometimes we really, really think that we're indestructible. Mm-hmm. It was the first time this generation has seen destruction of Americans. Like, people came back from the war and they saw destruction of Americans and it changed them. They, were, mm-hmm. they It sent us into a, a good period of life, I mean, post the war. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what 9-11 did as well. It was the first time that our generation saw the destruction of American lives firsthand. I mean, you watch people jump out of the World Trade Center before it collapsed. You mm-hmm. watch planes mm-hmm. crash that you knew had Americans in mm-hmm. it. And we had never seen mm-hmm. death of Americans before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and it was there for the whole world to see, mm-hmm. but us as Americans to see. And then see how brave mm-hmm. men and women gave their lives to mm-hmm. keep from destroying our capital, right. you know, or our White House, how people rose to the occasion, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and we know that that through all that, God did some wonderful things. Mm-hmm. It, it changed some hearts and everything. But once again, you know, uh, life goes on, and we've seen it in countries where we've where we've been before. How you know you begin to get confident, you begin to. Dream and you begin to feel like uh, you know God's coming through again, and and you begin to see prosperity in a different way, and so on, you know. And then you see the enemy come in and torment, just like Ukraine. You know, I, mm-hmm. I mean, they heard Russia uh, threatening. They heard all of the threats, and they saw, they knew the possibility. But when they actually moved in, their lives changed. When the bombing started, when 
when their lives, their normal began to change. And then it began to seem like it was overnight, but it really wasn't overnight. It Mm -hmm. was a process of happenings. And so we look at that and and we look at uh, COVID and we see where where America has been, because this is where we live, but the whole world's been affected by it. But there's something else that's been brewing, and that's what's exciting, because God's people have been praying, mm-hmm. and and maybe not with the, the passion that we want to pray with, because of all the distractions and everything, you know, the enemy tries to fill your mind, but there's been a hunger, and yeah. to see what God's doing... Mm-hmm. And Jessica and and Chris, I know last weekend you you guys you drove down to Asbury, mm-hmm. where uh, college university where there's been a great outbreak of revival. Mm-hmm. So you guys kind of you know, I know Jessica, you had said to me, I really want to go to that. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit, and, and and you guys just just share with our audience. A little bit about what you saw, and you weren't able to get even into the sanctuary, but that hunger that you felt, but that you saw, and that passion, and that pushing, that people, God's doing something for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, me? Yeah, you. Well, the crazy, I mean, the whole story of us getting there was, I mean, Jess wanted to go. I wanted to go, too, but I wasn't as fiery as if she was about it, and everything kind of fell into place where we could go. But it was really, I think some of the initial things that stood out to me was it was really hard to get there. Like, it was in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was like driving from here to, like, Annapolis. Like, what worse? It was worse than that, really, because yeah. it was, like, narrow roads, and, <laughs> like, it, it was We had not to go around easy. flooding, yeah. like, it was yeah but the crazy thing is is we knew after we got through frankfurt we knew that everyone that we were was in front of us and behind us they were all going there Mm -hmm. it was the weirdest feeling and then as we got closer and closer you could almost feel the energy and you could see lights like Mm -hmm. you could see the lights of this little town on the horizon like we knew we knew where we were going and Mm -hmm. we knew the people who were with us were going there too which was just it was a bizarre experience but then when we actually got there we, we weren't even in town yet. And along this road, people were parked in the literal ditch. We got to a football field. People were parked all in the football field. There was a like a stadium where part of the revival was. There was tour buses. There was church buses, Baptist, Methodist, wow. everything. And then we, I was like, well, we could have just stopped there because there was five different locations that it was going off. But we were like, let's just go to the middle of it. Let's mm-hmm. just dig right in and, mm-hmm. and jump right in. We wanted to see it. And which wasn't easy to do, but we got a two to three blocks from where it broke out, and there was a line. That's where the line started. It was three, four people thick, two to three blocks away from the wow. actual temple Chapel. church that it started in. Mm-hmm. And we were we knew there was going to be a line. We weren't quite expecting that. And then so we drove along. The state police were out there. The city police were out there. I mean, there was big like lit signs telling you where to go, where not to go. There was huge TV screens like broadcasting what was going on. You could hear people singing. There was people in the streets praying. Like there was like groups, huddles of people praying all through the streets. Mm. And we turned onto that main street. It was uh, chaos isn't the right word. Yeah. It wasn't chaos. It wasn't. But it was Yeah. 
it, I don't even know what the right word is. It was chaotic, but not chaotic. It was chaotic, but peaceful. Yeah. Like there was tons of people. There was three different types of lines going. There was, again, lit signs saying there's five different locations. There was a, a chapel across the street, which is where we ended up going. There was two churches on each side, that a Baptist church and like a Pentecostal or Presbyterian church that mm-hmm. had it going on. Across, there was like the student center had it going on. They had it all like live streamed into it. And then right there in the center of that courtyard, there was tents, there was food oh. trucks, there was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my goodness. The Red Cross was yeah, there. Yeah, the Red Cross was wow. there. The Salvation Army was there. Really? Mm-hmm. Probably ambulances. Yeah, they, there was police cars up and down the street. Oh, I mean, just goodness. police lights like crazy. Mm-hmm. And we found a fantastic place to park, which mm-hmm. is a miracle in itself. I yeah. mean, like a real good place. Mm-hmm. We just pulled up and there it was. But as soon as we got out of our car, people were like, where did you come from? Mm-hmm. Where did you come from? And we're like looking at license places. We're walking up and there's California. Oh there goodness. was, I mean, New Hampshire. There mm-hmm. was Virginia. We mm-hmm. ran into some people initially from, from Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. They just mm-hmm. drove there. And we, once we got in, we realized people flew in from Ireland. Yeah. And, wow. and the just... You could just feel mm. the energy. Mm-hmm. You didn't. I don't. I truly don't. We found people have said that the the you could feel the power more in that main building where it started. But you could once you got into the town, mm-hmm. you could feel the energy. Mm-hmm. You could just feel the expectancy and the desire. You right. could you, you could just see it in people's faces. I mean, you could just see. It was a hunger, and there was we we ended up in that chapel, which we even had to wait a little bit to get inside. But once we got inside, it was. Every denomination, it was young and old. Mm-hmm. There was babies, there was kids, there was super elderly people that you could tell there was, you know, really rough looking people, really put together people, and people were just awesome. crazy hungry. There's people up, like, you know, in those old churches, there's a choir. People were up sitting in the choir, people were up in the top, like, People were standing on the sides. There was altars open in the front where people were praying. We weren't even the main part. There was just two video screens where the initial thing was going. But the the crazy thing that I noticed when I walked in is there was nothing impressive about it. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there was nothing impressive about the worship. Actually, the, mm-hmm. the worship in itself, if I was just judging it on the worship, it actually wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, nothing was pretty. Nothing was put together. Nothing was... To the quality or standards that you would think like Bethel Church would do it or, or something like that, but the people's expectancy was just so. I mean, even the people. I mean, I can still remember the people next to us, the people in front of us. I mean, people were just hungry. And I think the thing that stood out to me the most is that wasn't. A, I mean, I've been in revival services and I've read about Azusa Street and I've read about some of these. Crazy big revivals, and it you wasn't. Mean you weren't at Azusa Street, no, or Browns. <laughs> you know, hearing your story about the Brown revival, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like that. It wasn't people's arms growing back, and right. you know, stuff like that. But the thing that I think that I will forever remember about it, and the thing that I took away from it, is the hunger that people were there, and the mm-hmm. amount of people that were there, and people we're just hungry and for anybody to say that people aren't hungry for a move of God right now they're uh, it, it's just not true because people are very very hungry mm, and I hate to even say this no that's so key but we felt the we almost felt like the university didn't want that to be happening like you could just we saw things and things were going on they weren't I mean I feel like if I 
if revival broke out here, we would do everything in the world to nurture that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we were having 24-hour services, we would, you know, if Carrie Job was asking to come to worship, we'd be like, yeah, I mean, we, we need to get as many worshipers in mm-hmm. as we can. We need to get traffic. We need to get all these things taken care of. And the students were super hungry for it, and they were pressing mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. but it almost felt like the university wasn't, and it almost grieved our hearts because it was like, and since then they've tried to shut it down, and they haven't been able to. But even trying to shut something down, it's still going. And I just, I think the thing that we wondered was, like, if they were to really, we didn't even know, we, we spent an hour trying to figure out what the word was, but if they would just nurture or cultivate, um, cultivate or just mm-hmm. shovel fuel on this, right. like, it... Just entertain the presence of God. Yeah. Like, like, I almost feel like it would be like a nuclear energy. Like, I feel like that town would freaking glow. Like, mm-hmm. I think angels would show up. I think mm-hmm. fire would be falling down from heaven. Like, mm-hmm. I think it would be, like, something like we've never seen before. And I think we would see it all over the place. But I think the important thing is, is the hungry souls are there, but people need to be cultivating mm-hmm. that, that that energy and, and what God wants to do. And, and I think that's really the next step where we need to see this thing go. Yeah, and I do believe it. it's, I mean, because you're hearing of different universities, different colleges, and I, I guess some of those that they visited, I don't know, or if they just, I don't know exactly how it's all happening, but it's a God thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. we even said, we've said over the last year that the next revival, we don't believe that it's going to be a revival like anything. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it's something that we've experienced before. And when you think about and you hear about how this revival started with a young man that, that just ministered at a chapel service. A no-name person. I know, yes, and he even went home and told his wife, I, I bombed. He felt like he bombed. You know, and, but the truth is, he preached a simple message about the love of Christ. And he, he challenged the young people that were in there to, to love and, and for other people to see that love in their life and, and to repent if they needed to, to stay in the altars and just something simple. But he went away knowing that he, it wasn't him you know, in fact, he before he heard what he'd even happened, mm-hmm. I've read that two or three places mm-hmm. where he really just thought that he bombed. But the one thing that a statement that he made, and I probably am not getting this just right, but he prayed or said something in the state that he prayed that they would experience that God would just hover over them like a a, a sweater, an itchy sweater. Mm-hmm. That it would just hover over them, and that was and, in his prayer. Whenever he was it the yeah, prayer, it's in it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's so cool, mm-hmm. you know. Go ahead. When we went, I had no idea that he had preached that message. I didn't watch anything about it. Mm-hmm. I just I had been seeing it on Facebook and mm-hmm. all the other media platforms, and I just knew I really wanted to go. But when you got there, you felt God's love. Mm-hmm. It was. You didn't have to walk in. You, didn't. you drove into the town. And you felt. You it. felt it, was it. Crazy. And you, and I have never seen people so joyous. Yeah. No one was mad. No uh-huh. one had a scowl on their mm. face. You just. You could feel. It was like. 
when people say you could cut tension with a knife, well, you could cut God's love with a knife. Like yeah, you could just so feel it. Right. You know, it was. It was almost the way I expected to be when you get to heaven and you go into the temple or whatever to worship God in heaven, and all these people are there and everybody's excited to get in. When I was standing there, that was a feeling that I got. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. this is what. Wow. This is a a fraction of what heaven's going to be like. I and got emotional because you just you feel it come sure. on you. You yeah. know, it's just. Yeah. And like I said, when you messaged me that, I had no idea that that was even the message that was preached, but it's, yeah, it's God used that message for a reason. And did. I believe that that's how revival is going yeah. to keep going and breaking mm-hmm. out in other parts because, because of his love. Yes. And it's so much big. It's not about us. It's, it's bigger not. than us. It's just, it wasn't about that school. It was about hungry hearts. And and I love what you said because, you know, it wasn't because they had the best worship team or the best mm-hmm. preachers or the best... They had vessels. Yeah. And that's all God well, ever they had asked. hungry hearts. Yes. And, yeah. and, yes. And to me, we try to professionalize everything mm-hmm. yeah. to, where, to mm-hmm. where God is pushed back into the back room mm-hmm. because we have our professionals. And, and they weren't they were pursuing nothing that. professional. No. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, as you, as you drew closer to the town, the expectancy level just mm-hmm. exponentially began to oh, yeah. rise inside of even you guys and different mm-hmm. ones. And, and I've always said, of course, I heard another preacher say it, and I've, I've copied it, but, you know, the atmosphere of expectancy is the breeding ground for miracles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what a miracle it is to get that many people together, that diverse oh, mm-hmm. of a group, religious, a political, mm-hmm. uh, age, uh, whatever. And they come together, and you can feel the love of God so strong. Mm-hmm. And, and the, you know, the Scripture says because of the love that we have one for another, yes. that's what's going to get the attention of yes. the world. And Absolutely. this has gotten worldwide attention. Yes. I, yes. I'm, so, I'm so blessed that news media, not, and I don't know about all the, uh, the real secular news cast, but, but I know some of them, like Fox and different ones, are, are so constantly proud of talking yes. about mm-hmm. the Asbury mm-hmm. revival. And, yes. You know, if they, if they try to shut it down, uh, I believe I believe God is hearing the prayers of His people, Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and that spark will will ignite somewhere else. Yep, uh, I believe I, it is. I would yep. be afraid. I would be afraid to put my hand on that revival. That's, That's what, what I we said. said that was they the did one... try to shut it down. Right. Mm-hmm. I I looked at Chris and I said something I, I probably shouldn't have said, but That's what I said. Ever. But I right. I was like, "That's kind of like a I don't even I remember what I said, but I don't want to say it on the podcast. But it's just like." You don't do that to God. You don't. Yeah. It's it's pretty much right. like throwing, flipping the bird the, and being like, well, we don't care. The only thing you know? is, I, we don't understand the logistics, you know, mm-hmm. as, far, as far as uh, how much control did the city have uh, or the politics to mm-hmm. to come in and yeah. say, you know what, uh, you, you just can't do this anymore. Or, or state. Or, but that's what they did with COVID, you know, mm-hmm. politics. Yes. And, yep. and mm-hmm. they, they try to come in and tell us we can't have church. And mm-hmm. a lot of people fell for that. But God's bigger. But he God is, is bigger. And, mm-hmm. and that's what's it. it it was the hungry heart. Mm-hmm. It was, it was vessels. Mm-hmm. It and was people it willing. It's so contagious. Yes, you, you guys Very went contagious. down there. I was just listening a while ago to a, a, a message from a pastor in Minnesota mm-hmm. that said his wife and their youth pastor's wife drove all the way from Minnesota all the way down to that. Uh, uh, where's that? Anna, Tennessee at, or at, Kentucky? Uh, a little town of six thousand people, or I something can, I like that. I always forget the name. Certainly, an M. But yeah. Wait, where we were? Yeah. Wilmore. Yeah. Wilmore. Wilmore. Yeah. Wilmore. Yeah. That is an M. It's just inverted. Yeah, yeah. it's inverted. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, but they, uh, but they went all the way down there, and he said they came back on fire for God. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it, it's what's going to happen is there's going to be little pockets mm-hmm. of people that yes. get hungry for mm-hmm. God all across the United yes. States. It's mm-hmm. already we've already heard that in Lee College at Cleveland, Tennessee, it has broken out. 
uh, Samford College. I thought they said mm-hmm. Stanford the first time. But, but it's Samford. It's Samford in Birmingham, Alabama. They mm. they are experienced a mighty move of yes. God. Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I, I can't remember the name of the church. Uh, but they are having the same type of, of prayer meetings, and it's not some well-known evangelist coming in. It's drawing the people in. Mm-hmm. It's not some. It's not the professional Mm-mm. praise and worship that's drawing no. them in. It's just the hunger. I heard last night that Texas A and M is even experienced in awesome. what's going on. Yeah. So it's it's going to take place. And I, what, who who more needs this move of God yes. than these colleges and these that's universities? Exactly. Yes. yes. Yep. Amen. Who, who who's yeah. I mean, it's the They're best the, place to start. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and and I don't believe that God's going to deny any hungry heart. No, I, 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 I really, you know. Uh, Even somebody as old as you and me can absolutely. go down there and get touched. Well, There's we, people older than you guys there. Yeah, but I really believe, I really believe that it's not going to be just a place. I believe that it, because I just believe that, that people are hungry mm-hmm. and we're going to see something and I wanted to mention this too. What we're talking about, and and Daryl and I are not by any means trying to promote any news station or anything. We we do watch Fox News. Uh, if, if we're going to watch any news, that's what we watch. Mm-hmm. But I have been so impressed by the commentators that are spending a lot of time, a lot of time. I have never ever known. Anything right. that's happened. That type of publicity. Mm-hmm. That other than, you know, a 30-second whatever, but doing interviews with people that are there, uh, not just at Asbury, but at other colleges now. And not only that, they're mentioning all these places where they're going. Mm-hmm. And, and over the last year or so, it's been amazing to me to, how, to hear how many newscasters are born again mm-hmm. Christians mm-hmm. and they're bold. They're getting mm-hmm. bolder mm-hmm. and bolder. Mm-hmm. And so while we see the effects of seemingly that the enemy is gaining ground and he's always busy, but God mm-hmm. is coming in yes. and he is shedding his love in the hearts of his yes. men and women, mm-hmm. young and old. And that's what's going to win people to mm-hmm. the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, I heard Jerry Savelle say, and it's been well over 30 years ago. I'll never forget it, but he was, he was ministering one time. And uh, he said, there's going to come a time when, when uh, instead of all the bad news on television, you're going to hear commentators talk about the good news. And at the end of their broadcast, they're going to say, good night and may God bless you. Mm-hmm. And we've heard that so many times when... With, with the different uh, yeah. uh, things, especially on Fox. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. been, it's been, we just really watched, we just watched God doing, and we pray mm-hmm. for those, honestly, that we know are struggling, mm-hmm. and, and because they need to tell the good news of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and to hear commentators talk about Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. and they ask them into their heart, and they're having Bible studies, and, and you know, they're excited about these revivals that mm-hmm. are happening. They're going out, different ones are going out, and, and they're talking to people, and, and so the good news is out there, mm-hmm. and I believe that, that we're going to experience it. 
Absolutely. I believe because I, I all it takes is hungry hearts. Mm-hmm. It's right. hard to get past ourselves. That's right. But well, that, God's not looking for perfect people. No, he's no. not. And if, if if God has to have a perfect church, perfect people, perfect perfect city, for Him to mm-hmm. uh, demonstrate His glory, like He did at Asbury, yes, there there'll not be a city, town, or uh-uh. person that'll be involved in it. Right. Mm-hmm. All He wants is hungry hearts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, and so I believe there's a lot of hungry hearts mm-hmm. that are listening. Blessed yeah. are they that hunger and thirst After for they shall be filled. Yes. I yeah. think part of it, too, and one of the things that I did notice that Asbury was doing very right is they threw out traditional everything. No, there was nothing traditional about mm-hmm. it. It was like every two hours. They would worship for like an hour and a half, two hours. You you just watch the worship go and like it was like a roller coaster. It was just up mm-hmm. and down. And, yeah, but waves. then they would stop and everybody would just get up and read scriptures. Uh-huh. And some of those scriptures we were reading, it was like scriptures we already knew, but they would say it and it was like so like there was times where it would just make you tear up because it's yeah. like that's just the first Psalms ninety one one. Like yeah. why in the world would that make me tear up? Uh-huh. I've read it five thousand yeah. times, but it did. And these kids would just get up and just read scripture or people would just randomly, not randomly, it was planned. They would get up and they would just tell testimonies. And there wasn't ever really preaching, which was different for a revival service, Uh but it was Uh just, I think, being open to... Whatever God's doing may not be traditional. It may right, not be a right. one and a half hour like worship service Amen. and a thirty minute Amen. preaching, and then you yeah. know it, it may not look like that right. at all. It but that's not. just it probably won't. And no, I don't believe. I it think will. that the two women that they were girls, they were college girls, but the two girls that got up and told their testimony, they were two of them that were there that stayed that actually the first day. yeah the yeah. first day that their testimony moved me more than yeah. The people that got up and preached, right. yeah. it right. was it was real, it was raw, it was. Mm-hmm. But you could see God's love in them when they spoke, yeah. and even when they were talking, like one girl was talking about forgiving her dad. You know, it was just even when talking about that. You know, sometimes when you see people and they're talking about forgiveness, you can see the hurt. Mm-hmm. She didn't have hurt. You could tell that she truly mm-hmm. forgave, she truly and that forgave. God's love literally yeah. was just radiating from her like she's like my dad is here she's like and Mm -hmm. now we have this amazing relationship she's like because god told me to forgive and i did yeah on the the way down there we actually heard td jakes say that and it kind of resounded with me that if jesus had not come when he did and he had come right now that more than likely he would be a movie producer because he liked to tell stories, and back then he, he told parables. Now he would probably tell movies. But he said if you he, he, if Jesus were to come to your church back then, you'd probably have to teach him how the church would go because he he didn't define right. having greeters. He didn't define having mm-hmm. ushers. He religion. didn't define the mm-hmm. structure of mm-hmm. service. Not that mm-hmm. any of that's bad, mm-hmm. but that's not the way it was. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that clearly God is doing. It's like just throwing some of that stuff out the window that this mm-hmm. isn't going to be the way you think it's mm-hmm. going to be. Yep. Um, I never read where Jesus had a praise and worship team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. played 30 minutes before he preached. Yep. Yeah. I got to get everybody in the heart of worship. Right. And we yeah. we yeah. come up with all these, we you know, we traditions or, or we, rules or whatever mm-hmm. we want to call them. Right. And it's just, you know... Jesus didn't have all that. He he there was no organized religion there. No. Right. It exactly. was it was Jesus. It was God. The organized ones tried to kick him out or kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's there you go. You know, I prayer 
you know, God's doing something in prayer that is, I mean, it's happening everywhere. Mm -hmm. There's something that's shifted in the prayer. And because we know that true prayer causes us to humble ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we know that true prayer to God will end up in worship. We'll put up, bring our petitions to Him, but then we'll worship because right. He is the one that will do the impossible. And and so I I am excited. I am so excited mm-hmm. about my God and what I I just I'm excited about Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's already done everything that we need. Oh yeah. And uh, I believe that uh, we sitting at this table yeah. and the listener that you're going to experience him in a way that you've never known Amen. him before because Amen. we've I believe that he has spoken over and over don't expect me like I've come before mm-hmm. I'm going to come in a way that you know it's me mm-hmm. you can't be from any other way that's why God show, has shown the whole world mm-hmm. that's why he picked Asbury yeah and the whole world yes. is is picking up and seeing mm-hmm. That it's the simple things mm-hmm. that right. please God. That. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and so the picture is out there, and people are hungering, and they're thirsting. And they mm-hmm. say, I can't get to Asbury. Right. I can't get, but you can get to me. Mm-hmm. And there's an expectancy, and God's getting to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone that's listening, I want you to know that God's getting to us. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. yep. All he wants from us. Is to love on Him, yep. worship Him, and trust Him, yep. and love those that's around us. Yeah. We're living in an imperfect world, but we're serving a perfect God. Well, there's so much hatred in the world today, yes. and uh, the love of God so much covers anger, a yes. multitude of sins. It does. Mm-hmm. And Romans says His love has been poured into our mm-hmm. hearts by the Holy Ghost. And so uh, by this, all men will know that yes. we're His disciples by the love that we have. And One so another, uh, yes. what, a, what an awesome... What an awesome testimony of what's happened in Osbury, Asbury, and then it's going to, I believe it's going to spread like wildfire. I do too. You can't stop and, revival no. right, or and, move of God, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be the most unlikely places, yes. places yeah. we've never heard yes. of. Mm-hmm. Who ever heard of Smithton, Missouri? Right. True. You know, I never heard of Smithton until, until Brother uh, Clark, Randy Clark, went down to Brownsville, got touched by God, came back, and mm-hmm. that same anointing was there with him at. And uh, and they 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 Changed expand. They grew so fast. They had to move to Kansas City. So yeah. you know, uh, it was nobody heard of Randy Clark. Nobody mm-hmm. heard of Smithton, Missouri. So that's what God's looking for. Not, he's not looking for celebrities. No. You know, he's not looking for popularity people. But you know, people that are after uh, the spotlight. You know, so. Amen. So I think uh, he could show up here. Yes. Yes. Yes, and we have that expectancy. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, would you pray over uh, the audience and, yes. and pray over this yes. podcast? And we're just believing God to to come unexpectedly, however He wants to come. It can be in our home. It can be in our car. It could be in a service. We don't care. It could be visiting with mm-hmm. our friends. We don't care. Yeah, right. And if you'd like to drop an email, you can write Darlene at DarleneRhodes.org. Am I right on that, Brother Chris? Darlene Solid Rock at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's her public email address. So yeah, that's uh, the one she always that's, gets. That's the one I get. Darlene yeah. Solid Rock at gmail. Amen. So drop her, Thank you, Chris. Drop her a line, and, and if you have any topics that you'd like for her to talk about, she uh, will we'll read those emails, and I promise she will listen to the Lord. Yes. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity yes. we have to live in this time, yes. God, in this century, in this, this day and time when 
one side of the coin looks like our world is falling apart, looks like crime and theft and drug use and everything is up so high. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Lord, we know that the antidote to that is yes. prayer meetings like mm-hmm. like the, being experienced in Asbury yes. and Lee College and, and these other places around the nation and prayerfully around the world. So we thank you, Father God. I pray that you'll continue to stir the hearts of the people to be hungry Mm -hmm. and thirsty for you, Lord, Mm -hmm. so that we can seek your face and and, uh, your will. I pray for our listeners, God, that they will uh, not give up, but they will stand steadfast. God, they will continue to seek your face. Mm -hmm. And you said in your word that if we would ask, it would be given. If we would seek, we would find. And if we would knock, it would be opened. The door would be opened. So, Father, we just pray that our listeners will not grow weary in well-doing, but stand up strong in the mm-hmm. faith. And, uh, and God, I thank you for showing yourself real and strong in their behalf. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Until the next time at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your heart. May you have a personal relationship and a revival with him. Shalom. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.